0: This parable is often called the parable of the sower and the seed, but it's really about soil. Sure, the seed is God's word, but we are the soil. And what kind of soil are we? Well, the other day, my mother-in-law wanted to have topsoil placed into one of her flower beds. She took me along to Home Depot because I could... Lift the 40 pound bags into the car and take it out and open them up and spread it out over the flower bed. When I opened that bag of topsoil, I did not find roots and weeds and rocks and gravel and sand or big clumps of hard clay. No, it was rich, dark earth. You knew the plants could grow well in it. What kind of soil are we? We have good, rich soil in us as well here we are in chapel listening to god's word it takes root it, it's planted and growing within us we do bible study we study god's word in classes we're in field at or home congregations listening to that word daily devotions good rich soil for god's word to take root and grow But when I put that topsoil on my mother-in-law's flower bed, I also put it on some rather lousy soil. It was bleached out. It had weeds and roots in it and some rocks and some hard clumps of dirt in it. I see we also have that kind of lousy soil in us too. Jesus talks about the cares and the worries and the pleasures that can choke out God's word in our daily life. Perhaps there are rocks or Thorns, hard places in our lives. Anger, regret, an issue with how God deals with us in our life. A pet sin we just can't seem to get away from. And there's a hard spot there. It's hard for God's word to grow. Taking root in our lives, there's another way that I see happening in our society today that makes it difficult for us to take God's word here in this good, rich soil and plant it in the other areas of our lives. That's why I bought this, uh, brought this box in here. It's uh, just a box with a lot of little cubby holes in it. And I put note cards in here for the areas of our life, and here's one that simply says God. Faith, church, Jesus, our life of Faith. And it's got its own little cubbyhole. So here we are, taking care of that part of our lives. But what happens in American society today is that that little cubbyhole becomes pigeonholed for God, and the other compartments are not always affected by our faith, by the good, rich soil, by the seed of the Word taking root i got one here that's labeled uh, citizen. In our country now, it is a separation of church and state. Oh, you can talk about Jesus here, but it's best not to talk about him in the courtroom or in the legislative house. Separate those two. Here's one that says school. All right, you're in a public school. It's all right if you have that small group Bible study to learn about Jesus, but you better not talk about Jesus openly. i got one there that says work, one that's free time, one for home, one for errands, and then there's another one here that says money. I sort of put that one right in the center because it seems to be such a dominating part of our lives. But you notice what happens. There's the little walls there, the little cuticles, the little cubby holes, and the one called God doesn't quite... Make it in to the other areas of life. Compartmentalized. How does that work? Well, here we are in chapel and at the seminary and we're with friends. And the words that we use are prayer and praise and thanksgiving. But then we may be out running errands. We don't like what somebody else does in the car next to us. And the words that we use, hmm may not be always prayer and praise and thanksgiving. Now, God's word does get roots into our life, but it doesn't quite sink as deep as we always would want it to. Or the one there that's got money. Now, I know most of you are on very tight budgets. You're here at the seminary. And yet, when God's word tells us to be generous, to give freely, first fruits to the homeless, to the poor, to those in need... Uh, for the Lord's work, we can find that the budget we have here at the seminary becomes a pretty good excuse, and yet we still end up with all sorts of things in our dorm rooms and homes and cars for ourselves. Well, perhaps it's just the the gift of sexuality that our Lord says is to be expressed in with one man and one woman in the marriage relationship. And yet there's this one called free time in which we decide what we're going to look on a television screen or a video or a computer. That doesn't always quite agree with how much skin is shown or where gift of sexuality is expressed. Yes, we have good rich soil within us, but there's some pretty lousy soil there too. And sometimes God's word gets choked off, it doesn't get planted deep so what we need to do is somehow reconfigure our life. And the first thing I'm going to do is take this one that says God and take it right out of its compartment. It doesn't need a compartment all to itself. My youngest daughter Beth said the best place is just to put it right on top of everything. And then we need to rearrange how the other things look in our life. So let me just do a little bit of uh, rearranging here. So that all the other areas in our life now takes the shape of a cross. You see, when it comes to the rich, dark soil in our lives, that comes from Jesus. Take all that lousy soil in your life, the misspoken words, the misused sexuality... The hard places in your heart, the cares, the worries, the misspent money. Take it all, put all that lousy dirt, put it right on Jesus on the cross. That shape of the cross right there. And it buries him. He's smothered under it, but not before he says, Father, forgive them. And then he's placed in that tomb. The stone is rolled in front of it and there's no light in there. All you see on the floor is sort of a thin, dusty layer of ground. Not much can grow in there and that's where he leaves that lousy dirt. When he rises on Easter morning he brings new life and new growth. Out of his forgiveness and his love comes that Holy Spirit and that is the good, rich, dark earth we need. Not just up here or when we're studying that word, but in every area of our life, our lives need to take what is often called that cruciform shape. For when Jesus' forgiveness and love and his spirit are that good, rich, dark earth in all the areas of a life, what a difference it makes. Let me give you an example. Now I have four children. All of them are pretty much grown. Our last one is leaving. But as they were growing up, God's word directed toward me as a father was from Ephesians 6. Obviously there's the children. Obey your parents for this is right. Honor your father and mother. But then it goes on to say fathers don't exasperate your children. Bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. So what that tells me is that I have children not because I'm their dad and they live at the house with me but I have children because God has given them to me as a gift. And that he has given responsibilities, bringing them up and the training and the instruction of the Lord. Uh, that means to take care of them. I suppose it also means go to their ball games and concerts. Go out to eat with them. Stand with them when life doesn't go well. Cry with them when we have to put one of our pets down. It also tells me that I need to be that model of what it means to trust in the Lord in daily life, to bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord because they're not just my kids, but they are God's gifts to me. It's a good thing not one of my four children are here today because they would tell me and you that I didn't always succeed and that's why I need the cross as forgiveness during those times. But I also have that good, rich soil of his love and the power of the Spirit. So that all those ways of bringing them up and the training and the instruction of the Lord, being that model for them of trust in Jesus in daily life was also there. The same thing with our money or relationships or the words we use. We simply need the good, rich, dark soil of Jesus' forgiveness and his cross, his love. His Holy Spirit in every area of our life. Because as Jesus says, when that good, rich, dark soil is there, then God's word takes root and it grows and it matures and it doesn't produce just a little fruit, it's a hundredfold. That's an amazing amount of fruit. All because of good, rich, dark soil. Jesus, his forgiveness his love, and his spirit. Amen.